0: Hello, welcome to the European History Podcast. This is Daniel. Thank you for joining us for the second episode. Last episode, we talked about the Paleolithic era, which is the Greek for old stone, and it's mostly characterized, or our biggest achievements in that period were the development of the use of stone tools, and very importantly, controlling fire. Remember the four things that we got from fire, we get light when it's dark, we get warmth, we get protection from wild beasts or other aggressive humans, and finally we get the ability to cook our food. That's the Paleolithic era. What marks the end of the Paleolithic era and the beginning of what we're going to discuss today, the Neolithic era, which is the Greek for new Stone Age, is the development of agriculture, the discovery of farming. So let's begin. The year is 10,000 BCE. In the Near East people stop nomadic hunting and gathering and they begin a much more settled farming agricultural life. People are domesticating and herding goats and sheep domesticating dogs and plants and grains such as wheat and barley by domestication here i mean that we are selecting favorable traits and we are breeding uh, towards those traits or replanting towards those traits that's all nice in itself very significant in itself however you need to con- we need to consider that the Another invention allows us to really take full advantage of these techniques. That invention is pottery. Pottery is invented at this in the Neolithic era, and this allows us to store this surplus domesticated food and drink, and to transport it. The ability to transport it is going to change human history, because we are going to take these domesticated animals, we're going to take this domesticated... Uh, plant food material and we're going to bring it to places where it does not naturally live or grow and where we take it is going to be the ancient river valleys and that is where we're going to see the first city the first civilization the first settled human population at the same time uh, in this period cloth is being made from wool now and since crops require regular attention humans for the first time build permanent dwellings. These tend to be circular huts all the same size and if you want a comparison you could google a picture of a wigwam which is an example from the North Native Americans. Later in the Neolithic era we see the construction of larger rectangular sized structures that hold extended families or multiple families and again you can compare this to the Native American longhouses. Most housing structures in the Neolithic villages were similar in size. That's interesting, and it also suggests that there is, therefore, an equality of wealth. And if you have an equality of wealth, that means you probably do not have uh, a system or formal social classes. There is some evidence of trading uh, involving stones and shells and other materials over long distances, But, Neolithic peoples are mostly self-sufficient. This example, uh, this trend, is not followed by perhaps our largest, uh, most famous Neolithic village example. And that, I'm referring to is Hüyük, which is near Ankara, the current capital of Turkey. Hüyük does not fit the pattern. It covered 15 acres and had a population around 6,000 people. Uh, the houses in this village were close together, uh, so close that there's no doors, but rather you have to enter through ladders on the roofs. There is evidence in this Catalhuyuk uh, uh, settlement of decoration with animal heads and paintings that depicted religious rituals or festivals. With the Neolithic era in general, the human population began to grow at unprecedented rates in agriculture and husbandry, and, uh, or thanks to agriculture and husbandry. So in places, in settled regions where these advances are being implemented into daily life, we see unprecedented growth rate. Farmers in these settlements tended to have more children than hunters and gatherers. And farming children matured and began to work at younger ages than their nomadic hunting and gathering counterparts. In these Neolithic settlements, farmers have to work harder and longer than hunters or gatherers or herders. But these changes also meant that humans had the ability to control nature for the first time. And this ability to control nature and shape nature is a prerequisite for the beginnings of what we refer to as human civilization, quote-unquote. And to end there, I want to make sure that I'm very clear on what I mean when I'm using the term human civilization. I do not mean that we didn't have culture before we started farming, or that we didn't have culture before we had settled villages. I'm not saying that the hunter-gatherers didn't have social traditions, did not have beliefs and values and art, etc., but I am saying, or I'm using the word or term human civilization to refer to eight traits of a human society that make it different than, not better than per se, but different than hunting and gathering societies. So what am I talking about? Human civilization refers to the eight traits uh, starting with cities and in most, virtually all human examples, cities are possible or villages are possible only with the use of or practice of agriculture. So we have cities and in those cities as population grows some some type of organized government is required. We also see in most cases an established religion, so that's three. We also see with more people, we see needs for different materials, and we see the ability to have some human beings not farm, not be involved in trying to produce food. And therefore we see job specialization, a fourth trait. Job specialization can tend to lead to a difference in wealth accumulation, and therefore it can create social classes, our fifth trait. In these cities we tend to see a a larger uh, prevalence of art and architecture, most often and um, usefully shown through public works, which is another trait. Uh, public works referring to baths, aqueducts, temples, palaces, walls, roads, etc. So we have cities, organized government, an established religion, job specialization, which leads to social classes, We see art and architecture, public works, and the last trait being writing of some kind. Almost all human civilizations practice some form of writing. This is not to say that all human civilizations have to have all those eight traits. This isn't a test, uh, really. It's just a way of characterizing what sets human civilization apart from human societies in general. So that is the Neolithic era. Biggest points uh, to understand is that we begin farming. Therefore, we're able to settle down and stay in the same place. And we start acquiring the various features of human civilization. Thank you for joining me for episode two. Uh, In the next episode, we are going to move into the Bronze Age, the earliest civilizations. And I would like to cover the history, the early history of Mesopotamia. This is the European History Podcast. This is Daniel.